Welcome to the Happy With Yourself podcast. I'm your host, Becky Smith. Many of us have good lives, the lives we've always wanted, but we still feel frustrated and unhappy with ourselves. You deserve to value, appreciate, and accept you right now, exactly as you are. Whether it's life coaching tools, learning from others, or sharing my experiences, I'm here to help you be happy with yourself. Hello and welcome to the podcast. It is almost the very end of 2020. What an interesting year it has been. As I have sat and reflected over this unprecedented year, I have noticed that it has still been 50-50 for me. It's been 50% positive emotion and 50% negative. Just that emotion just felt and looked very different than I thought it would. Now, This year for Christmas, we were able to get some really great tickets to Florida. So we decided to have our family go to Disney World in Florida. None of us have ever been there, and we surprised the kids with tickets on Christmas. And as the excitement was building, my 18-year-old son was looking on the Disney website to see what rides were open and what rides were closed due to COVID. And he started to look down the list of the rides that were closed first. And he started to get kind of down as he would read, oh, that ride's closed and that ride's closed and that ride's closed. And then he switched over to the rides that were open. He's like, let's look at the rides that were open. And it was interesting that as he was reading all the rides that were open, he said, oh, actually, there are a ton of rides open. I shouldn't have even looked at that other list. I wouldn't even have known those were closed. There are so many rides open that we probably won't even be able to get to all of those rides. And there is plenty to see and plenty to do. And as he said that, it just got me thinking about how I'm looking at 2020. Am I looking at the closed list? Like literally all the things that got closed and all the things I lost in 2020? Or are I looking at the open list? All of the opportunities and possibilities that were opened up to me because of 2020. And so as I pondered that, I wanted to share with you my list of 2020, my gifts of 2020 that have been a a blessing in my life that wouldn't have happened, a lot of them, if 2020 COVID global pandemic hadn't happened. So as I talk about this list, I want you to think of your list, of the things that were opened for you, the gifts that you had in your life because of 2020. So for me, one of the first things was our dog, Lola. 
I had sworn off dogs. I said that we were not ever getting a dog again. I, my history with dogs, I grew up in a town where dogs were not necessarily treated like a member of the family. They were more of like livestock or, you know, they were, they were outside dogs. They roamed around. They were kind of mangy. You didn't take them to the vet. You didn't get their, um, Mains groomed. You didn't, it was, they were just more like part of the farm or, you know, that kind of thing. And they just roamed around town and we didn't have dogs. And I was scared of dogs. I actually had some encounters with dogs, um, one of them biting my leg, um, one of them biting the skirt I was wearing. And I was just so afraid of dogs. And so I never thought that I would have a dog. And then um, as we got married in that, uh, we ended up having a couple of dogs. But each time, it was not something that I chose on purpose. It was just something that my husband brought home, this brand new puppy that somebody had given him and was like, oh, can we keep it? And I kind of just um, people pleased or did it because they wanted to. And the same thing happened with another dog, with my son. And it wasn't something that I had chosen on purpose. And so those experiences were taught me some things, but were not the best experiences with a dog. But because of 2020 and the events that were going on and a conversation that I had with my kids about what the benefits of a dog would be and what a dog would mean to them and also um, understanding because of life coaching and all the work I'd done on myself that I could choose the dog I wanted. I could choose the gender of the dog. I could choose um, so many different things. I had a list, you can ask my kids, of like 10 different things that I said qualifications the dog had to meet before we would get a dog. And so we did. We got the dog and her name is Lola. And I'll tell you that it has been a completely different experience because of the other dogs um, that I had with the other dogs because I owned it. I owned my decision. I chose it on purpose. I set the parameters. And because of that, when she has an accident on the floor, when she gets in my closet and tears up my shoes, when she gets into the Christmas tree, when she finds the mud in the backyard, I mean, I could go on and on. When she rips up the drip system, I'm really not. Of course, it's frustrating and I wouldn't like her to do it, but I'm not upset about it. And it's really not a big deal because she's supposed to do that. She's a puppy. It's like having a toddler. And I understand that I chose this, that I wanted this, that this was part of the deal. And I have such a, a deeper sense of gratitude for all of it. And I do really have a sense of love for that dog. And I know it's all coming from the way I choose to think about her. And I have loved what it's done for my kids as far as responsibility and having something to take care of and be in charge of and then seeing their things get destroyed and <laughs> seeing how they deal with disappointment and frustration. And it has been 
one of the best decisions of 2020, even with the the negative that I just said, it has still been a really good decision. Another thing that happened because of 2020 was that I basically lost my job for a time. All the gyms were shut down. Um, the rec center I worked at was for older people and it was shut down. And so I kind of had a lot of time on my hands and had to reevaluate what's next. I was still doing the podcast, still doing coaching, but my fitness career kind of just flatlined. I started doing some online classes and of teaching fitness online and had to to learn a lot of things and adapt to that and and that was good but um didn't learned that that was not the direction I really wanted to take it but because of this hiatus from fitness and this lull that I had time to think and ponder I got to question my thoughts about something I've really wanted to do for a long time which was become a certified yoga teacher. But I think I've said before in this podcast that I had a lot of limiting beliefs about it that told myself that I couldn't do it. But because of some of the unique circumstances of COVID, it enticed me to want to do it. Um, There were some things that opened up that made it so I could become take an online training, which would not have been available before. Um, The price was a lot more affordable um, and all because of COVID. That hasn't even been something that you could do before. You could take an online yoga training, but it wasn't certified by the Yoga Alliance or, or anything like that. And so that was a gift to me of 2020. I am so glad I did that. I am really enjoying my journey with that and have been taught so many different things with that which leads into the next one, which is stillness, the gift of stillness. Now, in 2019, I was called to be the Ward Temple uh, expert person. I don't know how you'd say that. But in, in my church, we have callings, and mine was for Um, the temple, which is a separate house of worship. And in there, in the temple, we have the opportunity to be still and to ponder and to meditate. And that is really what I took away from that experience. And by becoming a yoga teacher and learning more about that in the yoga tradition, I have become to understand that on an even deeper level and know that I have so much more to learn about that and so much more to practice about that, but see the extreme value in stilling the mind and getting into our bodies and being able to quiet the chatter in our heads. Another thing that happened from 2020 was I decided to go back to school to finish my bachelor's degree. I didn't think that that was something that I would do. Again, I had some limiting beliefs that said that I couldn't do it, that I I couldn't get through the math, that um, I really didn't know what I wanted to do, uh, that 
it was too expensive. I mean, I could go on and on and tell you all my limiting beliefs and excuses. But again, because of 2020, <laughs> I my thoughts shifted and changed. And I noticed that there was a very affordable option available to me and that I do know what I want to do. I do know the direction that I want to go. And I'm not exactly sure how going back to school is going to help me with that. But I do feel like that it is the right path for me. And I have already felt so much validation and inspiration from the experience of experiences I've had so far in going back to school. When I began the journey, I was kind of just thinking, well, this is just a good idea and we'll see how it goes. But now I'm feeling really committed that I want to finish this out and that I really want to do this. Um, Along with that, part of the school is a religion class that we take. And in the beginning, I thought it was just a lot of busy work. And I thought, oh, I just, I know all this. I've been a lifelong member of my church. I mean, I've taught seminary. Like, do I really need this? But what an experience it has been. It has brought me so much closer to Christ. Um, deepen my relationship with him, and uh, really been a beneficial thing for me. So again, that is a gift of 2020. Along those same lines, I have really been able to hear him, which is a invitation that we've gotten from the prophet of our church about listening to that inner voice, to to God, to the spirit that is speaking to us and to the inspiration that we um, are all entitled to. And I have really had the, been able to hone that gift um, or being able to hear him a lot more because of the education because of yoga and meditation and stillness and all that I am learning. Um, And also just because of 2020 that required us to kind of disconnect from our normal life. Um, At one point I was teaching 13 classes a week and that was a lot. Um, It is really a lot for a teacher to do that much. And now I'm teaching maybe three a week. And so that lent to a lot of room for for the stillness, for the pondering, for, for the getting in touch with what really matters. And speaking of what really matters, that is also something that 2020 taught me is that, you know what, none of it really matters. And I thought it was so important to make it to my job and to um, attend all my classes to just things that I just thought were so important, like even the kids going to school and um, plans that we had and everything just got canceled and everything just went away. And it was just like, you know what? It doesn't really matter. They're all just constructs. Even time is just a construct. And it really doesn't matter. 
which also leads into getting good at disappointment because 2020 has really been an exercise in becoming acquainted with disappointment in a lot of different ways. And so I I do think that that has built my disappointment muscle for sure. Um, Another thing that 2020 has taught me is perseverance. The next gift of 2020 was people-pleasing or (laughs) not people-pleasing. You've heard me say before that I'm a recovering people-pleaser, and so it's something I continue to work on. But 2020 has also taught me when I was saying that it really doesn't matter, it also helps me with my people-pleasing. Like, does this really matter? Do I really need to do this? Do I really want to do this and has helped me to really be more honest and say no when I mean no and say only say yes when I really want to say yes. And last but not least, 2020 has taught me that it is about the process and not the outcome. You can apply this to anything that whatever you choose to do, Take joy in the doing of it and not necessarily of the results of it. Um, I took the yoga certification or training and enjoyed that process. And of course, I enjoy being certified, but it's not the end. It is only the beginning of all the things that I have to learn and all the ways that I get to practice that. And it could be said for so many different points and aspects that I've talked about on this list to really enjoy the process and not be so focused on the outcome, which leads to the last thing I wanted to talk about, which was my new word for next year. I've decided that my new word is growth. I want to grow my business. I want to grow in my sense of stillness. I want to grow in my family relationships. I want to just keep growing and learning as a as a person, as a child of God and to see what I can become, to see what's possible. And also to be okay if the growth is very, very slow, that it is not about the outcome again, but it is about the process of the growth. So I want to thank you, listener, for listening to this list. And I hope that it sparked something in you, in your list of your gifts of 2020. And remember to look for all the things that were opened to you this year, to all the positive things that came out of 2020, to the growth, to the process. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your 2020 and thank you so much for listening and bye for now. Everyone deserves to be happy with themselves. Share this episode with a friend, leave a review so others can find the podcast and don't forget to hit that subscribe button.